good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Tuesday for those that are here live. We've been talking about this idea of discipline equaling freedom, what that means, how it works. One of the the questions that came up recently is this, really this, the reality that sets in. And whenever we want to become more and have more discipline and do more things, we're stuck because we are who we are. Yeah, it's one thing if you grew up in a world and somebody trained you for it. It's one thing if you lived a life and someone else imposed values on you that you get the benefit of. Great. Someone taught you how to eat healthy. Wonderful. Somebody taught you how to resist temptation. Somebody gave you a, an education in which restricting from certain things is, feels normal to you. Amazing. You may come from a family in which the role models of hard work and dedication discipline are all over you. And not in a way that threatens you, but just emboldens you. Amazing. Some people have areas of their life in which they were trained and exposed to these behaviors, and that works great for them. But in other areas, they don't have that. Now they know they want it, but they don't got it. As one, I remember reading once one Hasidic rabbi saying that the, the largest distance in the world is the distance between the head and the heart. I think I mentioned it once before. Such a brilliant statement, right? I know. I just feel differently. How many people are engaged in destructive behaviors and know? I, once talk, I was once talking to a diabetic who was eating food that was not meant for a diabetic. And I was trying to give him, he's a wonderful person, I was trying to give him, like, encouragement. Like, you know, like, you really can't eat that donut, and you really can't eat that food. And, like, I thought that I was, like, going to convince him with, you know, logic and appeal to his sense of, his rational sense. And he says to me, yeah, I had a family member that was a diabetic, and I would tell them, and he just, like, rattled off every single reason why you shouldn't eat and, and and not only that, but he also rattled off like the best lines. He's like, see that? That's like poison to your body. Like he knew it all. But there was nothing that I was gonna say that he didn't already know. Tell somebody else with examples and catchphrases and st- like he had the package, the toolkit. He could write the book, What Do You Tell a Diabetic? And yet he was still engaged in the same behavior. And like he said at the end, very brilliantly, it's easy when it's somebody else. Right? The largest distance in the world is between the head and the heart. There are a lot of people that are marriage therapists that are struggling in their marriage. There are a lot of people that are parental, you know, psychologists that are struggling with parenting. Just because you can teach it, it doesn't mean you can own it. That is 100. And let me tell you something. Just because someone else says it, 
it doesn't mean that they, that they live it. Because understanding it and articulating it and then putting it into your into your system, into your heart, which really is your neural connections, right? But putting it into your heart, I'm pointing to my chest when I should be pointing to my brain. But either way. Putting it into the system is it's a whole other world. Now, it's important to be aware of that. First of all, for just your own sake, so that you don't walk around thinking that everybody's got it and you don't. Right? That's really important. If you're struggling with something, most likely, lots of people are struggling with the same thing. You don't know. They don't talk about it. They hide it. Whatever it is. And I'll go further. Even the people that are talking about it could be struggling with it. Like, we all are basically struggling with not saying everyone with every little thing. But in the spectrum of things that human normal human beings are struggling with, most likely a lot of it's the same. Even those that are talking... And I'll go one step even further while I'm going steps anyways, right? Let's keep on walking. Sometimes the people that are struggling with it the most are the ones talking about it because they know how to articulate it. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. We have no idea who's got it, who doesn't have it, who's struggling, who's not struggling. What goes on in your mind and what goes on in your heart are two totally different things. So if you're serious about what we've been talking about recently, about discipline and action, great, awesome, wonderful. Guess what? Just because you understand it doesn't mean that you can actually do it. And if you're living in times of plenty and you want to now work on yourself, it doesn't mean that just because you understand how to, that this is a great time and you know what you want to work on, that you can work on it. And the reason is because most of the decisions that we make is, makes, is based on our feelings. We did the studies here. Feelings drive decisions. So even though your understanding is one thing, your feeling is something, so then how, how do you break out of it? How do you break out of that rut? Meaning if you're an adult, even if you're a 17-year-old, you're still an adult. You're not seven. Right? If you're, especially if you're 10, 20, 30, 40, Like, if you're an adult, right, and you've been doing something for a long time, that is rock-solid neuroconnections. Just because you want to work on it, it doesn't mean you're going to be able to work on it. There's a reason why when you're young, like you just grow dynamically and then you get to a certain age and you grow incrementally. I see this on the momentum trips. Momentum. This is our, our, our show. Right? I watch it all the time. A guy comes on a trip seven days away Israel sometimes the first time ever and we're talking about things about being great and family and everything in life. Right? It's like an ER room for your soul. Right, we got that machine. What's that machine? We're like, you know, you stick it together. Clear. You can tell how, how well I did in bio. Uh, I don't know what that's called, but you guys know, I'm sure. Defibrillator, maybe? I don't know. And guys are flying afterwards. Flying. Better husband, better father. I'm going to give more. I'm going to connect more. I'm going to pray. You can't believe it. Not religious. Life. Everything. Holistic. Best guys in the world. You know how many times I go around the country? 
greatest guy in the world. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I came back and just got back into my routine. I gotta go back because I I, I don't feel it anymore. Brain sore at all. Don't matter. Don't matter until it gets into the heart. How do you get it into the heart? Your life your life is set. You're not going from like this elementary school to a different high school to a different group of friends and you're picking a major and then you leave maybe for a gap year somewhere and you come back and pick a career like for a lot of people they're in the you're in routine man if you're a, 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 a an adult most likely you have probably a pretty similar place to live similar community family structure job like you fought your battles you've nestled in and you'll grow incrementally but like you're talking about exponential growth how do you take an environment that's going to stay stagnant and tons of neural connections around habits that have been working not great but you're still here listening and blow that up so I want to share with you a concept that we've spoken here before that is maybe the most uncomfortable thing you can do deliberate discomfort we spoke about it deliberate discomfort I'm going to share with you how you can be deliberately uncomfortable there's three words that sound simple that is maybe the hardest thing you can do but I think this is the key we'll talk about it a little bit here and then maybe we'll delve into it at another time. Three words. That's going to sound simple. As I say it, you're going to go, oh, I know what that is. I've heard that before. I've tried it. It doesn't work. Or, ah, it sounds too simple to be true. But it ain't simple. And if you have tried it, you haven't tried it enough because it is literally the path and I'm going to circle back in a second maybe I'll we'll talk about it tomorrow maybe we'll just bring it up a little bit you know some of the things we discuss here are various rituals and studies from the Jewish religion not for any other reason other than that's the religion that I know and that's the religion that I love I want to share it with you because I love it. One of the most interesting, or of the most interesting, rituals that we have all year is something called the Passover Seder. I'm sure many of you, if you're remotely connected to Judaism, you've sat in one. Some of them, I'm sure, may have been fairly boring if it wasn't really run with a. The Passover Seders are like leader dependent, let me tell you. Like, really leader dependent. That thing could be awesome or painful, depending on whoever's sitting at the front of that table. Many of us, or many, say of us, many have grown up and it's really varied. And if you are old enough to remember the Maxwell House Haggadahs and the law, forget it. But 
life has changed a lot since and if you're lucky enough to go to one that is exciting then you're it's really you know one of the highlights of the year well there's this interesting rule that we have that I don't know if everybody knows so I'm going to share with you now months before Passover and if you happen to be at a Seder you'll be able to look out for it it's subtle but remember all wisdom is subtle we have an obligation to see ourselves as if we came out of Egypt it's the rule you have to act and talk in a way that's or lean as if you're free eat the foods that remind you of the story and you have to almost be back in the story it's not enough to read about it like a history lesson it's for sure not enough to read about it as like a lesson about somebody else's slavery which I think is how a lot of it goes down today really we listen everyone can do whatever they want but really the in my opinion let's say that's that's probably the safest way to say it. in my opinion again who am I I'm a regular dude everyone can do whatever they want God bless all of you gotta act as if in Hebrew it's ke'ilu yatsa as if you left you have to act as if you left and in fact in some families they get dressed up and they simulate the plagues with throwing frogs in the day. they really do a whole thing what God is doing is he is giving you a secret to freedom think about it the night of freedom and God's giving you the secret to freedom the key to open the door to act as if now what does that mean we'll talk about it all right everybody have a great day and with God's help I cannot wait to speak to to speak to you again tomorrow have a great day